Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Hello, Trevor. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing tonight? Good. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight, we have a special guest, K. Trevor Thompson. He's a real estate investor and syndicator. Um, a little about Trevor's background. He uh, worked at iFly Indoor Skydiving for the past 20 years, and he loved what he'd done. Because he helped grow the company from one location to 80 worldwide, which is pretty amazing, amazing track record. He had an amazing adventure with the company. He loved being part of their growth and their, and their expansion worldwide. However, due to sadly, due to COVID-19, the pandemic, the company started downsizing and he was, um, uh, was one of those who got, uh, who got downsized. But this led him to uh, another, so one door closed, but opened to another great opportunity. And in my view, it never stopped. So another thing was his, full, his love for real estate investing. And it looked like he was, as a passive investor, LLP, in 14 syndication deals in multifamily, 1,000 plus stores, real, real retail strip malls, one town home to conversion condo, single family rental portfolio, one ground up multifamily funds, and a medical office building and land development near the new Tesla factory in Austin. Okay, that's, that's a bit his background. That's a pretty in, uh, impressive background and very, very fascinated about your background, Trevor. I really love you on your show. Thank you. Yeah, no, my pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Great, great. So let's, let's take back in time. You were an executive vice president. Yeah. And you uh, love helping the business grow and open doors in different, I guess, regions and countries. Yes. Yeah, um, so it was, I was hired by the original owner. Um, I lived in Orlando, Florida at the time, and I had one location in Orlando, Florida, and that location wasn't even making money. In fact, it was losing $50,000 a month. Um, the owner really didn't understand how to run a proper business uh, of that, and luckily, he picked me up. Um, he had another business called Sky Coaster, which is basically like a big high hanging harness, and they put you up 300 feet in the air, and you pull a ripcord and free fall, so two very exciting businesses. And, you know, it was right in my niche. I started my whole life. I've been in what I'm going to refer to as recreational tourism. So Ripley's, believe it or not, Guinness World of Records, oddly enough, a haunted house for three years in Florida, and then went to iFly indoor skydiving. And, you know, we had tremendous growth um, and it was very exciting. So from the original owner to the second owner, and we went all the way through, but all the time in the back of my head, I'd always been thinking about real estate. Um, and to be honest, I actually thought I would become a realtor. But as I studied more about investing, and in fact, our first team meeting, um, the owner gave everybody a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh. And I read that book and I thought, oh, and I was really motivated. But, you know, life gets in the way, right? So I was busy building my life, busy building this company. Um, you know, we grew it up really, really quickly. Uh, we got some private equity money came in. And then we got bought out by a private equity company. Oh, and okay. two things that did for me. First of all, that gave me uh, some cash that I could invest. Secondly, it slapped me in the face with holy macro that I pay a lot of income tax, uh, you know, because it was yeah. all taxed as ordinary income, one oh. sizable payment. And I remembered knowing that real estate had 
least would be able to help offset some of those things. And so I decided to get very serious about it. Um, I joined the local mentoring program, started studying, and then I found they didn't provide enough information. So I just became uh, obsessed at learning. I was always learning, reading books, going on the internet, going to meetups. Um, and, you know, I started and I called it, I wanted to earn and learn, which is why I invested in so many different asset classes. And I would try to get to know the, the GP or the sponsorship team and then try to understand the investment a lot better than just normally a passive investor was. In fact, I was as interested in learning as I was earning. So it was very important to me to get into a deal that uh, I, I could be able to help with some things. And then in 2020, um, earlier in 2020, before the world sort of crashed to an end, one of the, I went to one of my mentors and said, I'm not learning enough. And they said, oh, would you like to be an asset manager for one property, 176 stores in San Antonio? And I went, absolutely. So I went down there and I met their current property man, asset manager who was sort of running the region. Um, they terminated him a few days later. I don't know if I had anything to do with that because I found all kinds of things that were strange. And then they terminated the property management company. So here I was on my very first deal, self-managing a deep value add 176 store apartment complex. And then this crazy thing called the pandemic happened. Uh -oh. And so, but I always say you learn the most when you get thrown into some sort of situation like that. And so we, I just kept grinding and grinding and grinding and learning and trying to do things. Um, and then about 10 months into it, um, we had a disagreement and uh, I would, didn't want to do some of the things that they wanted to have done. And so since they're the GP and I'm an LP and really as a volunteer, um, they asked me to step aside, which I did. Uh, eventually that asset sold. Um, I could have made all the investors money if I stayed there, but unfortunately we didn't make any money, but at least we got our money back. Okay. And that started my passion for asset management and learning how to operate a, a multifamily business is where I spent most of my focus, even though my investments have been in other areas, just because I wanted to learn as well. Oh yeah. Cause you have a very fascinating, uh, different kind of asset class you invest in, not just multifamily, but some other like single family and land development. Yeah, so the and, single family comes, our real estate group is mostly do single family. They do have some commercial and I was never interested in single family, but I thought it was a good way to spread my risks. So basically they created a fund and the goal is now they can, they can make a cash offer, you know? So most of the time you go find a multifamily, you get a hard money lender and then you try to do it and then you refi it. So the idea of this is a little bit more of a buy and hold strategy. And then when they build the size of a portfolio, they'll finance it, give you back your capital, and then they'll sell the portfolio. Um, and that one was a 50-50 split because that's obviously a lot more work buying 200 single family homes than it is to buy an apartment complex. Uh, okay. So Great. You know, that one is definitely impacted. You know, and it's funny. COVID can be a real two-edged sword. So one of the deals I invested in was where they bought an underperforming apartment complex, 28 units, okay. and they were going to turn them to condos and put them for sale. And the project started along really, really well until this thing called the eviction moratorium happened. So you bought an underperforming asset, then you couldn't evict the tenants to turn it into a condo because there was the eviction moratorium. And then they also felt more empowered not even to pay you. So that really put that project in jeopardy. But the good news is the crazy real estate market right now. So literally, we were selling those 
condos for 285,000. Last week, they just sold one for 395,000. Exactly the same. And they've they've got seven more to sell. So the project went from, wow, are we going to make any money to, (laughs) you know, if we hadn't had that year delay, nobody would be getting the kind of returns that they're going to get. So you, you just never know with real estate. It's very interesting. Um, but the good news is, is, is if you can play the appreciation game, which is clearly happening in Austin, uh, turned out to be a really good play. Right. So that's great. That's great. I'm very, I'm very, I know Austin's really hot and it's a great market that I invest in myself too. As I told you, I'm working on a deal right now. Um, so let me ask you, how did you get into LP? How, did someone come to you and say, hey, Trevor, I have a great syndication deal. Do you want to invest or something? How did that, how did you seven that world? So the, the mentorship program that I joined had some deals. So I invested in those deals very quickly. And then after I, I've in about five still, two of them have gone full cycle. And unfortunately, neither of them made me any money. I got my money back only. A few of them are looking a little better. But as I started learning more, I started what I'm going to talk about is I did relationship investing. So if, if I connected with you and I thought that I could learn from you, or there was a future that I could partner with you and go from the LP side to the GP side, I would invest in your deal. And I put my money where my mouth was, offered to volunteer and help. So, you know, I invested in an A-plus class up in Denton, Texas, and kept saying, do you need any help? Do you need any help? And they, they had me research turning it into a smart apartment complex. And, you know, I did that all at my own time and my own expense and just... But again, I learned so much and they provided that vehicle that I could learn in. And so I've been much more now what I'm going to refer to as relationship investing and investing in people that I can learn a little bit more from or have some sort of small involvement into what's happening so that I can I can not only, you know, I don't want to be completely passive. Um, And then, of course, now I've switched and I'm, I'm going active. Um, it's been challenging in the hot market to get it, get a deal that works right. But, uh, you know, I'm on my first one now and uh, it's, it, I'm going to be the first of many. Yeah, you mean the first asset manager in San That's Antonio, correct. is that correct? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. correct. Right. Yeah. And I, I have a very strange, you know, part of my background with iFly, I originally operated the locations and then I went to opening the locations. And I have this thing that I love incremental improvements. And that's all that's required for asset manager, right? You take a property and you introduce incremental improvements. And I get, I'm so excited about incremental improvements um, that I make a great partner for somebody because I do love that. I love, okay, can we get 25 more dollars? Okay, how could we get the cost down this many dollars? How could we do this? How could we make the residents happier? How could we get them to refer? And things like that always excited me. And you know, so now I'm very excited to do it in a different field. Um, and it's quite interesting. As you mentioned, I was super passionate about iFly. I mean, you know, I won the brand ambassador almost every year for the company because I was wow. so excited. But yeah. I didn't think I'd get this passionate about uh, it, investing in commercial real estate. But it really is. It's really touching me. You know, the fact wow. that we can take a complex, make it a better place for people to live make it a great place for people to work and then offer great returns for your investors. It's this, the, the things that are the fundamentals of it. Um, actually very exciting to me. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You have the passion. I love that. That's why I like people like you, like, like many people who, who are like me, who are passionate, who loves real estate, who wants to better the, the environment for our residents, 
who wants to be a great place to work for them because work most work from home normally these days in the office uh, and uh, make it a, a, a great community where we can improve lives and also we get returns for our investors at the end of the day. Yeah. Because if you make the tenant happy, then they won't move. So your move up cost will be lower. So. That's right. And, and again, if you improve where they live, they're willing to pay more for that. Um, people want a good quality place to live. They want to feel like they came home. And yeah. you know, if you can make an apartment feel like their home and their community and you know, put vents together, it, mm-hmm. it's a big difference. Um, yes. you know, where you, where you, versus you just live somewhere and you hate everybody where you live. That's, you know, I want to create an environment where people feel like they've come home and, you know, they've got friends in the neighborhood. They've got a management company that cares about them and yeah. does what they can to make the place a little bit better. And yes, we are going to increase the rent, um, but that is the price of a better place to live. Great, great. So let me ask you, Trevor, um, uh, in your multifamily experience, have you had any bad experience you learned from? Yeah, so many. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, obviously, you know, being thrown into the deep end of what I'm going to refer to as a very deep value add project. Um, So we were throwing out uh, gang members, drug dealers, um, we had prostitution going on. We had a lot of um, vagrants coming in and moving into apartments every Monday morning. You know, we would clean out, make sure that we didn't have people living. You know, so I learned a lot about the nitty gritty, rough side of apartment opening. But I also learned how to be very efficient in modernizing. You know, a C-class property and making it a quality place to live. I mean, we really worked hard to make it a great place to live for the residents. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was very proud of what we achieved. And to be honest, you know, what happened, they put the property up for sale and they wanted to boost the, the occupancy. And uh-huh. so they wanted to lower our standards. And uh, I refused um, to lower the standards because of what we built. And, uh, and I think by lowering the standards, that's why nobody made money uh, when it eventually did sell. So oh, I understand. They, just want, they want to stuff people in. They, they wanted bodies in the, you know, they wanted, wanted that occupancy number high. And I know it's a common thing. Um, I just don't think it's the right thing. And so I was hoping to be able to do the right thing um, and, uh, you know, and, and you know, make it a great place to live. Awesome. Awesome. And let, let me ask you, um, what one personal habit contributes to your success, Trevor? You know, I'm, I am like crazy tenacious. I am like, I'm, I'm like just on a mission, nonstop mission to, to learn, to be able to network, to do things. I'm on a Zoom call every single night. Every single night, I'm on a Zoom call, learning and networking, and you know, and I combine all of those things, and you know, that's that's what what really drives me. And the amazing thing is, there are so many great people in this space. Like, there are people that are truly like I'm going to call them, you know, rock stars in the space, and they'll take the time to talk to you. And, uh, you know, they'll take the time to respond to you and explain things. And uh, those are the people that I've been investing with um, because they've taken the time to, to not only educate, you know, but to educate me and make me feel welcome part of the community. Yes, of course. Yeah. Those are the people that you want to, you know, work with, relate with, you know, sort of, sort of work together with so that it can help you and help them at the same time. So, yeah. Yes. And it's been amazing, too, because I've been able to reciprocate. You know, I go to meetups all the time and I look for the person that's most confused and say, let's have a meeting. Let me see if I can help you get some clarity and some direction. And, uh, 
you know, I like to be able to give back and, you know, it's just, you can't always take. And, and I find when I do that, that's actually more rewarding um, than, than anything, you know, just being able to help people grow and develop. And, um, you know, young lady, we, that's where we met on her, her meetup. And, you know, she was somebody new in the space and we, we talk like every week. And uh, she's going to surpass me. She's a sharp lady. (laughs) So she's she's, going to surpass me, which is great. I'm absolutely happy because, uh, you know, when you started a lot earlier than than I did, um, you know, you've got a lot of lot of runway to, to grow. Yeah, that's great. That's great that people succeed. And, and, you know, you feel that you feel you help contribute to that success. Great. Yeah. Um, one, one, I guess, I guess this is what you talked about where you like to give back, like you want to help people and volunteer and try to give back to the community. That's what one ways you like, that's part of your trait, right? That you do Yeah. to, to like give back, talk to them, to mentor them. Great, Trevor. Great, Trevor. So what would you say in closing, the best way they can contact you? Yeah. So the best way is to reach out to me on LinkedIn. So it's just K Trevor Thompson on LinkedIn and or Facebook. And, uh, you can also reach out to me on email, um, it, it's uh, oops, I'm pretty sad. I forgot my own email address here. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty sad. Um, hold on, sorry. I got a new one here. So it is um, ktt at niagara-investments.com. Okay, great. So he's your investment from Niagara Investments. Yes, yeah. And I'm from Niagara Falls. That's where the name came from. So I'm originally from Niagara Falls, Canada. So that's where oh, that Canada. Name. Okay, you're yeah. on the Canadian side, not, not Buffalo, New York. Okay, that's Canada. correct. Yeah, I was on the Canadian side. So uh, I have a daughter still lives in Canada and a, a sister and two brother-in-laws. So hope to go up there soon. Um, they're still in a little bit lockdown up there compared to, especially compared to Texas. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be flying back to New York, New Jersey, where I'm from. So this, this Thanksgiving. So we're looking forward to seeing my family. But wonderful, Trevor. Thank you very much for sharing your story to our audience. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.